Welcome to SolkanaCast, two broads talking broadly about health, the physical, the emotional, the nitty-gritty, and the fun. Real thoughts on real health. The information provided within this podcast is not designed to and does not provide medical advice, professional diagnosis, opinion, treatment, or services to you or any other individual and is intended for general information for educational purposes only. Welcome to SoulConicast, episode 36, interview with Kate O'Reilly. Bow, bow. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah Whitevin, owner of Solcana Fitness and Wellness. And I'm your other host, Lucia Holly, nutritional therapy practitioner, running my practice out of Solcana Wellness. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the game, the big game of the day. <laughs> um, Is that how sports work? I don't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> You played, yes. you played something. Yeah, people you just came to the I game do. and just yelled. I would actually. No. Maybe I'd like that. Softball <laughs> is like, the softball is the kind of sport where there are, the teams are always cheering more than the people actually in the crowd. Because mm. the teams come up with like so many dumb chants. I mean, especially in high school, the teams would have like 16 different chants that they would do at any given point of the game. And... You would you would yell so much that you would lose your voice every single game. <laughs> like even if you didn't play, you'd lose your voice. Yeah. Like like if you had stolen a base, oh. for example. Mm-hmm. I had. Everyone in the dugout would be like, extra, extra, read all about it. Lucia stole second and we're gonna shout it. Lucia <laughs> stole second. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. And also really aggressive and a lot of them were like I don't even remember all of them but a lot of them were specifically targeting the other team Mm, that is aggressive that is so yeah you had to kind of be on your game in terms of like your ability to shit talk and also scream as loud as possible and know a chant you'd have to know a lot of chants three good tools to (laughs) carry forward with that's irrelevant to the day but it's a little tidbit for you yeah How's your week? My week was uh, good. Personally, it was fine. Heard some sad news around the Twin Cities about someone passing away who was taken too soon. So that uh, definitely mm. got me pretty sad. Um, but for me, in my little sphere, things have been okay. Been kicking it. How about you? Yeah, I, well, I started the Essential You, as oh. you know. Ah, ooh, ah. This is like go around <laughs> number five or something for me. I don't know. Um, So this is my day five, and I just feel like overall I want to sleep a lot just because the sugar, like it was my birthday, and so leading up to my birthday, it was my birth month, which means I was eating and drinking whatever I wanted (laughs) for like on 24 days. And so, I don't know, day five, I feel feel fine. I don't feel like I'm craving sugar. I just feel like lethargic. Like I don't really want to work out or I don't really want to do stuff. So I tried to max out yesterday, which probably wasn't smart. Oh. Yeah. And it was not that successful, but it's fine. I did buy th- some of those Thinks underwear we were oh. talking about in the PP episode. Yeah. Oh, tell. Well, so I tried them yesterday. I just got them, and I tried them yesterday. But, of course, I didn't pee, so I don't know. I can't tell you much. What I will tell you is that they're, like, they're, they're pretty. They're very nice-looking underwear. Hmm. They're very well-constructed, and they're, like, it feels like... Like, I don't notice them throughout the day that they're any special type. 
But they're not as breathable is what I would say. So they don't feel bulky? They just no, don't they don't feel bulky. They're not bulky at all. They're just okay. like kind of lined with this if fabric. It feels like softer. Mm-hmm. And I think it will. I think it's supposed to absorb. But um, it doesn't feel bulky. It just feels like not as breathable. Sure. But it's like doesn't clump. Like the underwear doesn't like clump up or it's not like stiff. So oh, I'll let you know. I, yeah. yeah. And I didn't, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like a pad does where totally. they, they clump, like get stiff in certain mm-hmm. positions, like stick a certain way. So it doesn't feel that way. But I didn't pee, so I don't, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I didn't pee in any of my friend's squats or, or uh, cleans. So I guess I'll just try it when I'm on my period and see what that's like. Mm-hmm. But thanks, you know, if you're listening, maybe you want to sponsor us. Yeah. And, and that would be dope because I'll talk all about hey, your period cool panties. <laughs> so you're wearing them so you can um, maybe not have accidents when you jump. Because I, yeah. I, right after I had Coleman, I started to have, like, if I jumped, I'd have, oh, yeah. that would really come in handy. Yeah, so I don't I have it from jumping. I have it from, um, from heavy front squats or cleans. Literally in that position. I will like pee my pants and it's yeah it's enough that it's like irritating to me yeah but um yeah I would recommend them if for jumping and stuff they're only like $15 a pair and considering you're only wearing them when you're either having your period or like gonna do a workout and you can also buy a set of five or a set of three with a discount yeah so I bought three to get the discount and they have like sport they have all sorts of different cuts and you know they're pretty they're cute Nice. Yeah, so I don't know. I recommend them. We'll see. I like that there's alternatives. Yeah. Like yeah. Diva Cup is becoming more conventional. Oh, yeah. Now, and people are talking about it. Everyone I've ever described it to thinks it's so gross. But, but I feel like everyone that – I know. But everyone that uses it and knows about it is fully in. Yeah, fully then in. then there's a small contingent of people that haven't heard of it through, like, their peripheral groups. And I feel like it's the same, right? It's the same group. Yeah. People that would never use it. Right. And when they hear about it, they're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. My challenge to those people is always like, does your period blood actually scare you? If that's the case, you might need to spend a little more time with it. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, yeah. you might need to actually get to know what your menstrual cycle is. Because if, if it makes you feel yucky, oh, yeah. that's not good. I think That it's, is not good. It's built in. Mm-hmm. Like, someone told you it was yucky. Right. Because right. it's yeah. not like every time you poop, you're like, I'm disgusting, or this is gross. It's like just yeah. a common thing that happens to you, right? Everybody poops. We do. Yeah, literally <laughs> everybody poops in peace. Yes. So you're like, that's not gross. That was my boy's favorite book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's a fan. So I don't know why. I mean, you know why. You know why people think periods are gross because they come out of uh, female bodies or right trans bodies or people with vagina bodies. People with vagina bodies. <laughs> and now we have the title of our episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Kate O'Reilly. <laughs> Everyone always thinks of people with vagina bodies when they think of me. <laughs> First thing. Sometimes. They're like, Instead what of waving, does Kate O'Reilly do? She has a <laughs> vagina body. That I know for sure. I do. <laughs> and for sure, because you had two children come out of that vagina body i did i did two two uh human children yes who are great yeah i was saying um a little bit earlier that when aiden was born i have a 13 year old that we didn't have the language we do today about gender non-conforming humans and as forward thinking as i was and as like holding everyone no matter what gender they are inside my heart 
we just didn't have the language. It's yeah. so great to have the language today. Yeah. Yeah. And my 10-year-old, he I mean, they were both born touching like televisions, <laughs> wondering why they didn't work with touch. I mean, these children are both like whatever, digital natives. Yeah. <laughs> I use quotes. <laughs> I'm not a total uh yeah, I won't say that word. But <laughs> they they also think of gender as a non-thing. I know. It's, so it was really ugh. me that had the work to do, yes. you know, yeah. to kind of cycle the language out. It's right. amazing to see that. Like, I work with teens, and their ability to understand one another, at, like, in, like, the idea of fluidity and mm-hmm. as sexuality as being fluid and also not gross is so different than my understanding. When I, I feel like if I had understood the word queer when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I would have been a different person like mm. express myself differently earlier on yeah. but instead I was just like I guess I'm just a rebel because I hate everything everyone stands for <laughs> yeah <laughs> instead yeah. of being like oh I actually maybe identify with this certain community more or those ideas are interesting to me or whatever and I, I was in so- like gay straight alliance and we didn't talk about anything like that ever mm-hmm. oh my gosh isn't that funny how some of that stuff it seems like it's built in when you're in a group like that yeah right but it's not all the time well not in like you know the late 90s early 2000s yeah and I think so much of it is just even as adults even today this week just that permission we should feel comfortable giving each other but it can feel like bossiness mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. but even you just say you should do that like, I saw a spark in your eye when you were talking about it and just, like, kind of giving people an opening. Mm. Even if they're the most driven, decisive, intentional person you know, I, I, I am those three things I just named. And someone – and people do that for me sometimes, and it's mm. so freeing. Yeah, to just, just to say, like, yeah, I recognize this thing about you. Witness that moment yeah. and say, you know, you could, use, you could use something sweet right now. Yeah. You uh, know? Someone said that to me when I was starting to date after my divorce. Yeah. I think you could, you know, allow yourself something nice. Mm, and I was sweet. like, okay, <laughs> I will. I will do that. And, you know, just be honest and open and, um, tell, you know, just tell the truth all along the way, what you need and what you can't do and mm. see where it goes, right? Like yeah. trust another human. So building a lot of different things in that time. Oh, my gosh. Building all the beautiful things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should probably give you a formal introduction. <laughs> now that I was so quiet. I was being like, Kate, that follows the rules. <laughs> for like 10 no. seconds. You're like, I'm going to follow the rules for 10 seconds. And then it's on my turn. So just prepare you yourself, like ladies. Open your eyebrows to me. I was like, okay, I can talk now. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, Kate O'Reilly. Thank it's you. nice to have you here. Um, nice what, to be here. Yeah. So you have a, a lot of different things. You run a um, business of your own. I run a business. You also run your own podcast. I have a podcast. I <laughs> love it. Say the name of it. XOXOJK. You guys, it's really funny. It's with uh, one of our other uh, lovely friends, Jen Shaw. <laughs> it is. She's Someone suggested too. that we got together and record our conversations. And you're like, that sounds like a podcast. It's to like me. that nudge. They're like, and, and go do this. You need to do this. Yeah. Like, here's a name. They even gave us the name. Did they? Like I love she, that name. I'm the, she's the XOXO. I'm the XOXO. She's the JK. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because she, I'm always like, oh, but it's so good. And she's like, but this. <laughs> yeah. And so we just compliment, have that like kind of yin and yang, and it was like always fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just, I mean, it really became a podcast about mental health, yeah, and wellness, yeah. and yeah. being a woman in today's world. 
in all the ways, right. not just in surface ways. Oh, sure. Not just for a professional person, not just for a mother, not just for... Right. And also not having to always like put, be in a box to be defined by certain things. Like mm-hmm. not just as a mother, like I'm a yeah. person. <laughs> I'm or so yeah. complex. We actually had a whole segment about eliminating the word just. Mm. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm just doing this right now. Oh, God. How I we minimize <laughs> our role, all of our roles. That yeah, is so, sorry. that's something I fall into. As somebody who is, doesn't say sorry, I instead say just. Ah. Yes. Mm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Whoop. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I hate that. It's like, whoop. Oh, whoop. I was. <laughs> that's the noise Midwesterners make when they accidentally oh, bump into someone. Yeah. Whoop. <laughs> it's like, oh, oop, oop. Like yeah. breathe in. Oh, I know you didn't mean to do that. Yeah. And then someone <laughs> oh. says sorry and you're like, it's okay. Like you didn't mean to it's fine. What right. are you why are you apologizing? Right. It's okay. Yeah. We bonked. I wasn't silently judging. I think I think there's like this undercurrent of people. And maybe it's just me and my family and what I'm assuming, but like an undercurrent of like oh, they're silently judging me. Oh. I gotta say sorry just to make yes. sure. I better be you obedient know. enough. My yeah. family outwardly judges, so I never had to worry about <laughs> silent judging. Oh. Just very oh. Out loud judging. Okay. There's <laughs> more clarity there. Hi, Mom. I, yeah. There's discomfort on my face. <laughs> it's because I'm uncomfortable right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We were like, the le- the worse it was, the less we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yep. They're with you. Yeah. That's yes. a Catholic quality mm-hmm. and a Midwestern quality. And, and I'm together. both of those things. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we, we weren't, by the time my, par- my parents had kids, actually right after they got out of high school, they weren't. They mm. abandoned, both abandoned the church. But sometimes there's an undercrunch. Sure, oh, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I wasn't raised Catholic, but that doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they tried for like a day and I was like, no. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no. no. Yeah. I went to a, uh, like one of those, what are they called? It, it's not like Sunday school, it's like on a Wednesday. Youth group? Something like that. Yeah. When I was 10, and I did it for a few weeks, and then one of the weeks we were talking about, like, someone, the, our, our pastor was basically like, do you have any questions about something? And I was like, I have a question. Um, I heard that in the Catholic Church you're not supposed to be gay. And the youth pastor was like, well, uh you know, let's change the subject. And I was like, well, why, wow, why job. are you like, what does the Bible say about that? How come, how come I like, how come people can't be gay? And the youth pastor was like, I think you should go home for the day. <laughs> and so they called Whoa. my parents and they made me wait outside. And then my parents came pick me up and they sent me in the mail. They sent a pamphlet that was like, that was how to stay out of purgatory. They of sent a pamphlet to my house. My mom was like, bye, mm, we're out of here. terrible. What an awful experience. So I never really, I never even got to learn like, uh, what the Bible says. That's like, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know anything about it. So. Well, I, I sure don't. Yeah. So that was my like last experience with religion in general. Yeah. But that's terrible. I'm so sorry because I know that some people can't have found a space there and yes, like open right. up and firming churches like yeah. United Church of Christ and Universalist. And I this know. one was like yep. such a very conservative it's place. A new home. Yeah. I was like, well, but I want to. Mm. Wow. That's, oh. that's sad. Yeah. Anyway, that's a side note. <laughs> I think a lot of people have that experience though, which is why there's so many people abandoning yep. organized Christian religion. I mean, 
there's a lot of people that have. I mean, I don't. I think more people I know and I'm close with that are in sort of my inner circles are not mm-hmm. or have abandoned it for similar reasons. Yes, right. Feelings of exclusion and instead of inclusion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isolated. And then uh, we, you know, we've we interviewed like uh, we interviewed Austin Hartke on the show, and we also have a new person at the gym named Drew, who are all like they are both involved in the church and are like highly involved in the church and I I know that Austin had I don't know if Drew had like studied in seminary um so Christian church yeah, yeah. and like Austin is transgender and like speaks openly about that so like I know I there's know. places where that conversation is happening and mm-hmm. people who are having those conversations it's just like I wasn't exposed to it at the right time I think yeah right you know right. or at the right time of my at the crucial time of my life I was exposed to the opposite and that kind of shut right. me down yeah yeah would, absolutely I would do that yeah for sure um, I wanted to also say in our introduction of Kate, Kate is also a yoga instructor and just taught her first <laughs> yoga class, like not even an hour ago. <laughs> you both look pretty blissed out afterwards. Good. Yeah. I yeah. Wa- How it was, was it? really fun. Yeah. It was so fun. You know, I was saying to you that I felt like I prepped and prepped and prepped and did like a playlist that I thought would be great for Thursday and, and you were here like 40 minutes early I was you messaged me at like 12 and I, I was like, like oh she's already here I wasn't worried about the class so much as the tech like doing yeah, the tech totally, for the first time even totally. though I'm I'm technically super savvy it's just first time stuff always is a little bit daunting um, it was really great I found that I really knew what I knew what to say even when I wasn't looking at my notes felt so natural felt it was really good and everyone said they felt good yeah I felt I, I heard a lot of good breathing yeah Everyone so. was blissed out. It was a very good vibe in that Yay. room. We're like, oh, can, I we wanted. Just, can we just keep doing the, oh, we have to, oh, okay. Okay, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> really excited to come week. to the next one. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll become known for. Bliss, just those, blissful. Yeah. I wanted to feel so supported and that mm-hmm. I'm just, really what I'm doing is holding space for our people. I think people felt literally quite supported because of how much we used those bolsters. Oh, God, it was I love wonderful. Those bolsters. Oh my God! I was like, just be my new best friend. I know. I was so excited. I skipped around the room last week when I came <laughs> and saw them yeah. in the room, <laughs> and I was I felt supported in my teaching then. Yeah. Because there was something that I wanted to use in my teaching, knowing that in my own practice that that has been top three. Yeah. Yeah. Things that supported me. So Literally, and it's, it's so funny because when I like first started to just include that type of thing, like mobility yoga, all that stuff in this yeah. space, um, Emma was like, "We need blankets, bolsters," and I'm like, "You need like soft, co-. like I." N- <laughs> My experience is like, we need barbells, we need like clang and bangs, we need, <laughs> we need metal stuff, <laughs> we need more stuff to throw, right? And she's like, "We need like soft, like." clouds how right. many clouds can we buy if, if, if the gym is the jetsons we're the flintstones yeah, yeah. Over here. <laughs> we need the softest and the the most rudimentary yep. props mm. which is sure. great they're awesome they are mm-hmm. yeah. i know and i have no uh, yeah the ways that every mobility class that i've gone to that the ways that the, the instructors have come up with to use them i'm like whoa this is so smart yes mm-hmm. i have so many things to like so many movements to use mm. those I just I was wanted to trigger them all today and yeah <laughs> I was like okay only three sequences <laughs> in 40 minutes so <laughs> along with you know warming up a little bit and right. cooling down a little bit yeah. and Coming yeah 
knowing that the workout's really hard right now, I'm trying to add a complimentary practice. Definitely very needed right now with the open that's going on, with the CrossFit side of things and the big yeah. workouts that we're all gearing up for. They need a, they need a soft place to fall, especially right now. Yeah. So I, I really wanted people to come today and feel not scared. Yeah, there was <laughs> yeah. no, there were no scary feelings. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if you could talk to us a little bit about what how you came to yoga and mobility, when th- what that has looked like personally. Yeah, so, well, I want to say first, like, mobility is yoga for athletes. So that's just a sentence I've been using because mm-hmm. some people haven't really been, they haven't really understood what mobility means. I think they think of it more in an accessibility realm, mm-hmm. and if especially in the tech world. We think of like being able to get around, which oh, is yeah. what mobility means yeah. in general too. But applying it to your body is there's like a, You're like, a step. I could get around better. Wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. So, um, well, I want to say I started. I knew I was always flexible. I have. I'm hyper mobile. You are really mobile. It's. I think one time yeah. I was like, asked the room to like touch their toes, <laughs> and you like just fell right over. <laughs> It was amazing. You were just like, Boop! yeah. yeah. Like, Whoa, she's touching her head to the floor. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 always it's always been built in for me, but I think that my stability suffered because I was so mobile, um, somewhat, and I was very very I was overweight for mm-hmm. a long time, most of my marriage. I remember the moment that my therapist was like, "When did this disordered eating start?" Mm. There were approximately a thousand more words than that. <laughs> But I'm just going <laughs> to distill it down to those four. So, and I was like, I kind of like looked up and thought about it for a minute. And I was like, 2000, around 2000, like the year 2000. And I was like, oh, that's the year I got married. <laughs> and it was, it was a really weird, it wasn't like I had never thought of it before. I, I knew when I started to buy different clothes. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't ever put it together until I was outside of that really um, uncomfortable, abusive space mm-hmm. that I could maybe admit it or or even return back to it with my mm-hmm. thoughts. Right. So I think that my like strength and other thing, anything, getting around is hard. You're certainly not doing like a lot of hard movements when you're that heavy. Your body hurts. Mm. I mean, and I'm still what most people would describe as curvy or very curvy or whatever you, however you think of that. But I'm so much stronger. So it's like matched now, a little bit more matched. So as I started to move out of that, I started to do yoga a little bit more, a little bit more. But as a overweight person, it's hard to bend over. It's hard to get into a lot of the kind of front-facing positions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I shied away again from it, which didn't serve me, especially when right. I was in this terrible marriage. Mm. Those front-facing positions have their own therapeutic elements built in, like emotionally therapeutic elements. Yeah. Being able to bend your spine in that way. Mm. It. I, I can't even remember what... I read an article about like how if you bend your spine uh, forward and basically into a forward fold, yeah. it like releases a certain level of stress in your body like mm. almost instantly for sure so I use it a lot in warm-ups and I can imagine that would be hard to remove that type of movement from your yeah. repertoire I knew it felt good when I did it but there's a lot of psychological blocks when you're really overweight too um, that get in the way in addition to your physical body getting in the way mm. your emotional you know space emotional 
you know, being gets in the way too. So I was just talking about this with someone that they were saying like, you really have to decide that it's time. You have to be be ready mm-hmm. to lose a significant amount of weight, somewhere between 60 and 100 pounds or more. And it was, it really had to be, I had to have enough of a barrier around me to replace the barrier that I had built with the food. Yeah. yeah. And with, because it is a physical barrier. Anyone that you know that's overweight and, and doesn't, and isn't comfortable with it has had some sort of trauma. Yeah. We know that now. And, and everyone accepts trauma in different ways. Some people accept it, you know, in a very like small way and some people accept it in a very large way. And that's what we know about humans now is that we're all different and these things can hit us in different ways. So I, long story short, another thousand words, well, we won't say, (laughs) I got out of this terrible marriage over a series of probably four years. And immediately the minute I had up free time, which isn't a lot as a single mom, I went to yoga. Mm-hmm. I sought out and started doing that again, knowing that I could succeed there. I never was an athlete, um, but I knew I could succeed at yoga. And like all I needed in the world right then was, it, all I needed in the world was to succeed at something. Yeah. And so I went back to something that was really comfortable, started doing it three, four, five times a week. Now I do it every day. Um, and then about four years ago, uh, three years ago, I had pretty significant, like woke up one day, I hadn't been feeling great in the month prior, but woke up one day to a s- severe pain in my right shoulder blade and occipital and neck area. So me, I thought I slept weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's Yeah, my I first, would just assume like, that same thing. I just slept weird. You know, at the time I was probably uh, like 85 pounds heavier than I am now. So like 325 pounds mm-hmm. um, had grown, you know, grown that to that size over time and really had a lot of dysmorphia going on where I didn't know how big I was. I mean, I knew the size of my clothes. Right. Sure. sure. But it's like you're just trying to cover your body to be in the world yeah. at that at that weight. Right. And not a lot makes sense. And you're certainly not traveling inside your body. You're making accommodations every move. The first movement you make out of bed, you're in pain. Mm. You, you're you tight and cramped and mm-hmm. you, you can't find a bed to sleep on. You can't find a pillow that's comfortable. Like you're getting into the shower, like lifting your knee could hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, every single movement you make all day is accommodated. Mm through you know one pain or the other so it's not an easy life it's just exist it's just existing right so um i ended up starting my path sort of backwards Hmm. i went to pt because i couldn't like yoga my way out of this pain right after two or three weeks i was doing like tons of stretches and i still had this like really deep pain under my right side somewhere and i couldn't like my jaw ached and my it radiated up through my ear. Mm. So, oh. yeah, it was <laughs> no. it was bad. Yeah, and I was like, people. there's something that just screamed like this isn't normal. Um, so, I did a few months of PT, and my physical therapist is like, I think you need to see a neurologist mm-hmm. because I was describing things that were outside of her purview. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sure. inside of your head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and she was a uh, uh, had a lot of. Um, 
training in medicine that wasn't just PT. She had like complementary medicine and I went to this Vibrant is the name of the PT mm-hmm. place, but they're just more whole. Yeah. It's not so technical or clinical. Um, and so I went there and started seeing this and, you know, within 20 minutes, you know, she's like, you know, have you had this, this and this? Turns out I had memory loss. I was having trouble finding words. Mm. And I was having trouble concentrating. And There's just stuff you didn't notice till someone asked. Work done, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just one of those things that it was like a permission giving thing, right. sort of. It was just like this, someone just had to put their finger on it because when your brain isn't working, your brain isn't working. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't think of how your brain isn't working. Yeah, it wasn't tracking. So my occipital nerve was so crushed that these were the effects. that. Wow. Um, so I stopped, um, I had to basically stop working. Um, and I'm self-employed. I own a business. There isn't, you know, (laughs) there was no PTO. There's no sick time. There's no, so I had to, you know, figure that out. But I knew that this was my new full-time job once I had this diagnosis of Mm. this occipital neuralgia and uh, thoracic outlet syndrome. So both of those things um, were happening. So we needed to start unlocking those things. So through PT, neurology, Acupuncture for some pain management. Mm-hmm. Pain medicines did not work right. at all. Yeah. Like they, they did not even take away oh. a, in one tenth. Sometimes it would create like a nice, you know, thirty Hi. minutes of <laughs> yeah, kind of and, yeah. And yeah. I'm adver- I'm averse to a lot of um, prescription pain meds because I ha- I don't personally have a history, but I have a family history of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and she assured me that usually you have to both hate your life and have an addiction uh, and addiction genetics to get addicted. It's like, okay, that's reassuring. I'll use it if I have to. (laughs) Um, And so I started to sort of like turn those gears properly to where they should be. So when I started, I had 30% mobility on my right side and 40 or 50% on my left side. Wow. And that, and the left side was mostly okay, but it was because it's like why people wear an eye patch, right? Yeah. Like to make their other eyes stronger. Yeah. So I couldn't move my, if you think of like 30% as, um, yeah, I couldn't move my chin more than like chin no, distance yeah. to the right. Yeah. Oh. And like when that's your normal, <laughs> that's what you do. You don't think of like, oh, I used to be able to move my head like. I remember saying no to somebody pretty easily. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now I just have to move my whole body. Right? Like I had two kids. I was saying no a lot. (laughs) So over the last, so fast forward two years to today when I taught my first ever yoga class Mm. and Kyle, my partner, is now in the kitchen this morning like, can you believe it? Can you believe (laughs) that you're here? And I'm just like, I got to (laughs) go. But that's, that's part of the problem is that I was, I went through a severe point of stress. This is what causes this kind of thing. Like. My breasts are too big for my body. My body's too big for my body. Mm. I'm going through severe stress. And so my body just sort of like locked, my shoulders locked forward and down. And my neck has grown two and a half inches. What? Since I stopped. Yeah. Like it used to be like. Wow. So, and there's, there was a huge knot right at the base of my neck right here. That uh-huh. She's pointing to it. No longer there. Okay. Wow. Oh yeah, I've it away from you. You look mic. real normal now. I know it was like there was that. You see, <laughs> I mean, I don't like know. I can't there. imagine what it yep. would look like. Like they have like a little hump, like a, a turtle notch, yeah, kind of thing. And it was like, I mean, I remember touching it and wondering if that had always been there, right? Mm. And that you're just not having body awareness. And so, I always describe it as like fully coming into my body. Like I had two hands side by side before describing like being outside of my body, 
And then as I advanced through these therapies, like my body's my body and my mind came together. Yeah. So now I get to travel through the world <laughs> with those as a full person. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've ne- I haven't been here since before I went through puberty. Wow. So I can it can be obnoxious. I'm like the one who's like, well, have you tried eating something differently? If you have, if you have an ailment, I have a stretch for you. Has become like my new. But then you I know, mean, you're speak, you're preaching to the choir over here. Like right? every time someone's like, I'm feeling a little bit of this. Yeah. I'm like, Why don't you come over here and the two of us will talk to you for a little oh bit. Yes. Tell me about your Especially poop you two. Yeah. and your water. I know. When we, I'm, I have been working with the gym a little bit, doing some digital marketing and. Like when I enter a room and just tell you what's up with my life, I all of a sudden I'm like, Shh, oh, I put that on them. I didn't mean to put that on them. <laughs> no, it's like all I right. did the other day, you know. Yeah. But because you are so, you speak that language. I'm not used, used to, to being it. in that group of people. Yeah. So that's why when I went to assess whether or not to like keep coming to mobility here and yoga and keep or not, I was like, nope. I was gone for like a week. I was no. I wanted. I didn't want less of that. I wanted more of You're that. Like, oh, yeah. oops! I couldn't figure it out right away, but I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in January, um, Emma asked me to start teaching. Um, encouraged me to start teaching, and uh, I was like, um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> me, no. I was like, I would think about maybe doing meditation, because I which do is a also lot of meditation. Yeah, I do it. At least five times a week, I do yoga nidra, which is also known as a yogic sleep. So a 40-minute session feels like two to three hours of sleep. Really? Yep. So I want to do, I'm going to do a workshop here okay, at Okay, can't wait. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I fall asleep on. at the end of every mobility session, so. Do you? I so do. You need more sleep. Yeah, this is a great practice. I think my I think my body just needs, like, I think it's so rare that I enter a parasympathetic state. That when it happens, my body's like, and goodbye. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool sensation when you get to the point of being able to just exist there uh-huh. yeah. without falling asleep. And you, you, everyone can get there. It took me like two or three sessions of yoga nidra. But then I was like, the effects of this are far greater mm-hmm. by staying awake and listening yeah. and being still in an awake mind. The parasympathetic system actually goes was able to go deeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's so cool. I mean, you can see my face light up when I talk about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it so seems fun. cool. Yeah, you talked about it even in our class today, and I thought it was just so appropriate and so timely to just oh, good. even be saying those words and say, okay, parasympathetic, rest and digest, sympathetic, fight, flight, freeze. Yep. So people could be again feeling their bodies in the present moment. And able to put some terms around it and be able mm-hmm. to choose that. I thought it was just stellar. Good. Yes. And it, that wasn't in my notes. You can check my notes if you want. <laughs> but that wasn't in there. But that came from my brain. That came from my gray matter. <laughs> but I did have that thought in the moment because I was feeling more rested in that moment. And that's like sometimes when the like yawns can start spiking in yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because they, bre- they were doing a three-part breath for um, nine minutes. And that's hard to do. And can you describe what that is? Three-part breath breath is like the basis of yogic breathing. Um, The first part is breathing into your diaphragm, which is a muscle. It can be taught just like any other muscle to be flexed. But we are so used to breathing only into our chest and sometimes into our rib cage. So um, teaching people how to breathe into their diaphragm is step one. And then expanding your rib cage is step two or breath part two. And then expanding your chest is breath part three. Mm. So it's really, it's reverse or inverse to what we normally do. So breathing into our chest, 
is only, doesn't access our parasympathetic nervous system. We can only access that in our diaphragm. So teaching people how to breathe there, I mean, let's say every time you got in your car, you breathed, in, you breathed into your diaphragm until your body will just start taking over and breathing into your diaphragm every time. Mm-hmm. Even if you did it for a week, every time you got in your car, or every time you listened to a certain song. Right. And then you can exist in that space of rest and digest instead of existing in the space of fight or flight. Fight or flight right. should be turned on when we need it. Yeah. Should not yeah. be where we live it, our lives. Yeah. Right. It's that tool that our body can opt for versus. But like, yeah. Why can't I calm down? Why can't I not work? Why can't mm. I break up with this guy? It's because you haven't breathed lower than your chest in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Step one. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, these are not, this is not advanced skills. These are mm. basic skills. And it's harder to be alive right now than it has ever been. Yes. Yeah. It is like we have more access to more things than ever. We can we can purchase ten thousand dollars of stuff in six months. And we have also more exposure to more darkness all you know, we all do. the time. The it's, darkness has not increased. No. It has only become It's just easier to find. More accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just and pops we're allowing right it. Back up on your on your news feed or whatever. Yes. Yep. There it is. We're yep. totally allowing it. Yeah, overstimulation. We don't. We seek it out. We don't even just allow it. We act. We seek it out. We know what we know, and we'll continue to do that until someone like you know something like what happened to me. Like I felt like a knife had been driven into my back. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel normal, (laughs) right? Like I mean, but it had to. I had to be three hundred and twenty pounds and a knife in my back before Mm. it was like. So really, I want to get people there before. Yeah, yeah. The knives are in their backs, and it's not about. It's not about numbers. But for my body, that was too many pounds. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make sure that people don't think it's about being thin or having a flat stomach or having a body that you see in a magazine at right. all. That's not what it's about. I just like, I, I have a great great thing I like tell people when I'm trying to describe how it feels. I was like, I change shoes. I would change shoes like every 10 days, every every twice a month because I thought it was my shoes mm. that but, were hurting you mm-hmm. oh, yeah. my feet hurt so much I couldn't walk three or four blocks and my partner and and at the time was like we like to walk together and it was one of his like core values like going for walks and I just wanted to join him in that mm-hmm. so much but I couldn't because mm. when pain is the you know the number one way of your body telling you to stop right. Um, and so I kept changing shoes. It did not help that I was making the most money I've ever made in my life when I was the heaviest. Right. Because I could keep accommodating it with right. fun things. <laughs> yeah. So buying new shoes or buying new clothes and always like feeling okay in my body. Um, and so I did, I started PT. I did neurology. The PT would just had me moving more. Yeah. The weight started coming off. I did essential you. Yeah. And in that, I mean, six months within starting that and, you know, within six months of that, I had lost another 40 to 50 pounds Mm. because I was still eating out of order. I was eating better. I was eating high quality food. But my eating, although I didn't have one of the eating disorders you think of, my, my my eating was disordered. So I flip those two words. It can have a lot of power for people Mm. that don't fall into one or two of those like well-known anorexia or bulimia. So my eating was out of order. Um, did that, did essentially you, and like learned how powerful and medicinal food can be in mm. our bodies and how I could fix the biggest problem I had with food. Mm. Like I could fix eating half a, sli- half a package of Oreos with sauerkraut, with something <laughs> fermented. Like 
being able to not live in that space for like the next week and spiral into like a depression because yeah. our guts and our brains are so yeah. connected. Right. So I can get out of it immediately that I could take control in a great way mm. instead of like, because I prior to that, I would just be like, well, I already did it. I should just keep eating this way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to change. I'm not worth eating better food. Yeah, it did help that I knew how to, I grew up in a chef's kitchen. I knew how to cook. <laughs> I liked cooking. Yeah. But, um, and essentially it was like, a big turning point to having the skills I need to then sustain this new life I was building mm. because food is everything. It's like, yeah. Yes. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. You have to eat coming, all day. Pretty much. <laughs> it comes into play a lot yeah, for everyone. You got to eat no matter what. A lot. Yeah. You do. So feeling even parasympathetic towards food. Right. So yes. recognizing like, yes, this is a tool and this can be something that I can find pleasure from in all these expanded ways. Yeah. I think that's just so awesome that you I loved the <laughs> the class that you were in, especially it was a really sweet, cozy one. And, um, you know, everything that we've been talking about with parasympathetic, everyone was present in that class. Yeah. in Their bodies, I think every week. Yeah. Which was just helps to reinforce anything that we were talking about. Yeah. We talked about hard stuff on day one really hard stuff yeah. like we all sort of set the tone for each other I don't know who went first but we went in swinging yeah you should, everyone was like best friends by the end of that class and I was like great all right see you in a week and you you taught me even just like two breaths before a meal mm -hmm. just two breaths you don't need to do anything special just when you before you take that first bite realize that you're you're not a caveman who yeah. has to like you know run from uh, you know you're not like a, a lion in that moment yep. like you will never have to do that in yeah. as americans right and like yeah. <laughs> you have it all you have a plethora just yeah. slow down for a second you'll never have to worry about an animal stealing your food you don't. So. and yet how many of us are eating food in the car on the way to work to a job that we don't like in traffic that mm. is really really heavy it's rush hour i legit right. feel like the one thing i've i've just taken away from um like thinking about my food through essential you and all the other things I've done with Lucia is like the idea that all that time that I was spending shoving food in my mouth between stuff was totally manufactured by me like I manufactured that mm. crunch I manufactured the stress mm. I cre I like said yes to too many things to make me feel like I ever had to rush from one place to the next. I didn't plan, I wasn't planning my food. Like I am responsible right. for the fact that I was shoving an RX bar down my throat as I drove from one thing to the next. Like, right. and it was up to me to change that. And I'm like, oh wow, I could have changed that for so many years. Like, I'm so glad now I'm like, oh no, sorry, I won't be there. I can't be there until 30 minutes after I've finished another thing because I have to have time in between like or whatever it is yeah or like knowing that I have my food ready to go so that there's no question about when I'm going to eat and what I'm going to eat yeah on the day of or if I don't have something planned I build in the time I build in the time like I have to go to the co-op at some point so no I'm not going to come to your happy hour sorry <laughs> oh my god I don't need to go get me started on happy good. Like happy no. hours. That seems like the most miserable hour to me. <laughs> it seems like stress hours. Yeah, like, and there's some cheap alcohol, and like, you're hungry, and work was <laughs> oh happening God, all day. Right? Social interaction, complain. fried food, and alcohol. Yeah, like I know <laughs> I it does like make me pant. Dehydrated. Make terrible, terrible <laughs> choices. I don't have happy hours in, anymore. In work clothes. 
I'm like, oh, Ugh. oh God, no. I don't even, what's that? <laughs> Give me yoga pants or get out. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, and I really think that the idea that we can learn something new is is fading. Is fading. Mm. It doesn't seem accessible like it used to. The first thing I say is like, cooking your own food is therapy. If yes. you can't get to a therapist, just start cooking your own food. Yeah. The symphony of cooking a meal, preparing and cooking a meal, is the is the only music that you really need in your life. And then other music is just wonderful to have. <laughs> and like the smells of everything, cooking, yep. it, I don't Feelings know, it of opens like, you up. Yeah, and yeah. like being able to buy groceries, saving for groceries that are good for you, or planning out your budget. Like these things are all a domino effect mm-hmm, to each yeah. other. So you could either like domino into the abyss of buying prepackaged food and bo- like food isn't square, mm-hmm. or you could buy. <laughs> Wait, right? <laughs> Darn. So, or you could do this other thing where it's like farmers markets and how accessible good food is now to us. Yeah, yeah. Is it's more accessible than ever, and learning how to cook is super accessible. I mean, anyone, everyone knows how to cook something you don't. And it's such yeah. a great meditation. Honestly, yes. when I'm cooking, like I, it's six hours go by, and I'm like, wow, I haven't looked at the TV, I haven't listened to a podcast, the music is just playing in the background or not, yeah, and I'm totally engaged in what I'm doing, but it's like all just sensory, physical work. Yeah. yeah, juiciness, is that yep, parasympathetic? <laughs> and yeah. you're kind of like stirring six pots at once, <laughs> but you don't feel too panicked, you know? Yeah, that's what I feel like. Like it's something symphonic yeah. about about like. You know, or which, which, like witchcraft. It's witchcraft, then, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm into, so. Yes. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. It's like gardening. I mean, you're just, you're there, you're touching things. It's, yeah. It's any of that. Yes. I'm, I have, it's funny that you mentioned that because I have six probably gardening, like home garden books mm. stacked in my, like, re, in my reading pile right now. Ooh. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have it's this, coming. I have this it's whole track time. on the south side of my house. I've seen that. You have a nice, it's. That's like. Yeah. Like just we like my mom calls them volunteers like mm-hmm. weed trees, and ferns. But it's full sun, and that's going to be my summer project. Oh. In fact, my friend Sally, who used to teach here and yeah. is a friend um, of the gyms, just kind of gave me permission <laughs> to have that be what I do this summer. That's kind of funny because I was just out with Sally last Thursday. We were having it was my my birthday weekend, Aww. so she took me out, and she was talking about how. You gave her permission to like release the responsibility of her um, social media management, and she yeah. was feeling like so free of all that right. from because of you. So. Sally just sold her first book, so she is someone who is in is going that's going to be a requirement in her life. Yeah, and she feels so overwhelmed by it. Yeah, well, it's she's a writer. She's like yeah. she's a introspective, thoughtful, like sometimes quiet writer mm-hmm. like doing social media I don't know it doesn't fit with that personality yeah. type yeah yeah out 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 yeah, yeah. Lots you just have to be like very few words mm-hmm. you know lots of imagery and like flash right and a formula yep. which I don't think really suits creative people well at no. all it's very technical marketing and people don't really understand that it seems like a creative profession and there's some of it is Maybe thirty percent, and the rest is really technical. Yeah. So and super type A. Oh, good. Yeah, oriented. Sally and I do that for each other a lot. Like we are, our dates are only like really good food and self care, <laughs> whenever we get together, and we're working together professionally on something now. So, mm. in the moment that we decided to do that, we committed to do an equal amount of friendship. 
yeah work yes it's hard to do that sometimes because i i find myself entering into business relationships with people i know a lot and then i'm like what do you know oh, so do i <laughs> we forgot to be friends <laughs> wait yeah and it's sort of yeah it can be really hard mm-hmm. so yeah so that 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 that's what that now we're here now i'm like composing symphonies in my kitchen yeah um but garden oh the spring garden i'm so excited I can't wait to clear that. I'm going to have someone clear it out. So I, cause I can't do like, yep. I you also can't, just don't have to. So you might as well have someone have do it. I don't have to permission. Yep. I was like, I have a guy who is supporting I have a guy family. too. His name is Josh Kaplan. He's my husband. He will do it for <laughs> me. Oh yeah. He likes it. Oh, he loves gardening. Oh, that's But he so also great. really likes like setting up the garden, like setting up the garden. He likes, he's very Ooh. good at the like outdoor lawn stuff mm. and he likes to do it. Is he for hire? I'm, I'm sure he would do that for hire. I <laughs> know. Mm. I need, like, I, I have to, like, start putting out feelers yeah. for someone to build boxes and someone, you know, like, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Because I, I like, I want to do the, I want to be the guest star. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to plug I'm them here into the little. Put the seeds down. <laughs> and then I want to, like, all the fruits of the labor are mine, of course. But um, I can't, I know I can't do all of it. And I, that, like, as a business owner and a mom, um, I, I know my limits that way. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't want to go back. I don't want to reverse what all the stuff, all the work that I've done in the last two years to, because I have this like unstoppable drive thing that I'm working on in therapy. Mm. Don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I have it too. So yeah. I'm not worried about it. Like, just like this inability to shut that off. So I'm working on shutting that off and like evening the pie a little bit more. So I'm not like. Well, gardening is a great way to do that because I will tell you. of your garden will be a failure. And just knowing that ahead of time is kind of like, okay, so I'm going to put in a lot of work and you're going to put in a lot of like grit and grime and sweat. Yeah. And a lot of the things you plant will not grow the way that they were supposed to. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. It sets you free again. Or Or you'll collect all your acorn squash and then you'll put them in the shed and then it'll become 60 degrees in January and they'll rot. Oh, no. This sounds personal. It's personal. personal. Okay. Okay. I thought it might be. <laughs> and then you just have to be like, squash. I guess I'm not eating acorn squash this year. <laughs> I guess the squirrels do get to eat acorn yeah. squash. Yeah. And then you just open your shed door and then they're gone because the bunnies eat them. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about that. I'm okay with that. And I think I'm, I'm okay, more okay with that than ever. Yeah. And it is have to do with being in my body because I failed so much before. I was really used to it. Yeah. Everything was sort of that way. Like yeah. no, no thoughts or circles were completed. And I feel like that's the difference between a year ago, me even, and now is like I get to start and finish things because my body works and my mind's working with it, mm-hmm. mm. you know? Yep. And the garden will do all sorts of crazy stuff. And you'll be like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like one plant will try to like kill another plant. <laughs> and you'll, have to you'll have to intervene. And yeah. I have crazy some things basic happen. skills because I worked for the State Horticultural Society in college. Oh, really? I just was like a you know admin. Sure. I just did it in between classes. It was right on campus, on the St. Paul campus of the University of Minnesota. Mm. So I have some crazy depth. But I just haven't applied it. Right, right. So I'm sort it's of, time. I'm sort of like <laughs> yeah. curious to see what will come out. This is gonna be your summer. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I'm summer of Kate, 2017. Summer yes. of Kate. You're invited. Everyone's invited. Okay. To have their own good summers. <laughs> yeah. Good. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. This is so other, great. Other burning questions yeah. on your mind this show? Oh my gosh. Well, burning questions. No, I want people to know where they're able to find Kate. 
they want to learn more. Yeah. You can find me on um, Instagram is the only safe space on the internet right now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Isn't Agreed. that weird to say that out loud, that Instagram is the safest place on the internet? It's mm-hmm. so, it's always like, it's mostly positive and happy and like puppies. Like warm fuzzies. Babies. Yep. Food. Quotes. Food. Yeah. Lots of food. I love it there. Yeah. I've never been harassed on Twitter. I mean, Instagram. I've been harassed on Twitter. Twitter. That came to my mind because I was like, Twitter is the worst place on the internet. I've never been harassed on Instagram. Right. But I've been harassed on all the other social media sites. (laughs) But I'm I'm, um, Clever Kate everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, but I find that, like, sharing photos of what I'm making and what my life looks like, and that's really fun there. Um, And then clever-kate.com for business stuff. Where else? You can find me at Solcana Wellness. (laughs) Um, teaching mobility on Mondays and Thursdays. Go to SoconaFitness.com for more on that. They sell passes, and it is wicked cheap mm-hmm. to it's buy real one. real cheap. It's such a good deal, and it's so great as soon as you walk in that door. It's the juiciest, you guys. Yeah. Makes yeah. you feel That's juicy. And then it you get the, you get like um, access. If you become a full member to the uh, fitness space, there's CrossFit, but there's also endurance. That's right. Programs. Yeah. So That's for right. the less technical of us, or um, maybe the uh, less starting barbell-minded, perhaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. less barbell-minded. And then there's a special class called Body Adapt that integrates all the things I talked about into one session, which is really cool too. Um, I love that 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 it exists. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, it makes me the happiest. Yeah. And plus, when we have. I will say when the body adapt people are that the people that leave body adapt and then become members, I'm like, wow, this person just like gets it already. <laughs> That's like crazy. they come to it's my so class great. and I'm like, they get it. Like they get how to try, they get how to take risks and fail, and they also have basic body awareness and like they get food. And I'm just like, come here and hug me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's also only huge. if you want to. Right. But that <laughs> complimentary choice. education that Body Adapt provides is so key to confidence mm. in that space. Um, yeah. So if you have any hesitation at all, I would say just join in that and then join the gym. Like if you have, yeah, if you need it, like a barrier to entry. Dip your toes, you know. If you feel a barrier to entry, yeah. maybe go that route. Yeah. Um, and then I, I mean, everyone I know that I still like has done Essential You. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kidding, but not at all. You're like, look, the, our relationship is on the rocks. You either do Essential You and we stay friends or you don't mm-hmm. and it's over. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. We have started um, sort of a mini group inside of a bigger group of friends of ours because we all need to eat this way mm. to be well. Yes. And it was like, I think there was some hesitation with some other members that we were like, subsecting or like we were the cool group (laughs) and it wasn't about that at all it was about our own like personal safety inside our relationships with food and like that's a really weird thing to say to someone who doesn't understand it so Mm -hmm. I'm kind of not kidding about essentially you one of my most my my oldest friends is in the current Mm. session and when she said she was going I was I mean it really was lowered a barrier to where we're in a certain part of our lives now where we weren't connecting as much Mm. And I was mourning it, and this reignited it in a big way. Wow. Oh, great! Wow. Seriously, it's not that's not hyperbole. Like it's oh. it's it wasn't anything that anyone could do anything about. It's friendships are more fluid than we're taught yeah. to believe. Yes, agree. Especially over the course of a lifetime, when each yeah. of you experiences like sadness at different times and like busyness or stress or isolation or mm-hmm. things that just drive people apart. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna 
Dana, another one that has come through Essential You, and I are going to do food prep Sundays. Ooh, smart. Very With smart. her. We're going to give her all our secrets. Oh, setting up the week so beautifully. Let yep. me just say, like, <laughs> even getting ready for this Essential You, and Josh and I have done the Essential You together twice. The first time oh he gosh. was in, the first time when he took the class, I did it with him. Mm-hmm. And then now we're just doing it again. Just the chat. Like, we're just oh, doing this, so like, great. a reset, hard reset. And just, like, in the being in the kitchen, like, prepping everything together. And then the fact that he's also eating food I'm making, like, it's very... That's dead sexy, is what it is. Yeah, and it's, like, connecting us. <laughs> I'm like, sweet. oh, a lot of that chicken is gone. Yeah. Someone yeah. must be eating that chicken at work. Right? Uh, <laughs> someone's bringing a healthy lunch. Yeah. And also, like, he's not as stressed. I'm not as stressed. His anxiety is down. Like, we're... For sure. Both calmer. So. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said, I'm... I'm definitely more tired, but that's just going to be this first, like, five days, I think. That kind of initial, especially when people are taking out um, sugar or refined sugars, that initial first few days when they're coming out, the body's yeah. re-regulating. I mean, so like, might be on my birthday, I'm pretty sure I had, like, six cookies. I had a piece of cake. I had ice cream. Yeah. I mean, I had pancakes. Like, it's just I a just, rough, it's an overkill of sugar. Yeah, I just, I just um, drew that straight line for someone. I was like, do you know how you always get depressed after your birthday? <laughs> And we had already had a, a conversation about food. Mm. And she's like, oh. Yeah. She's yeah. Because I have cake and rich food and, and drinks. And alcohol. Yeah. And alcohol. And that's why we always go, like, we have this high and then this super low after yeah. our birthdays. It's not about turning another year old, people. No. <laughs> it's because our brains and guts are, like. It's a physiological reaction. Well, yeah, We're fully connected. So yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for coming, Kate. And we appreciate having you on this show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Sulconicast for another lovely ep. We'll see you next week. We will. For more magic. Mm, always. Always. Always <laughs> magic. Um, in the meantime, you can go to our iTunes page and give us a review. What is an iTunes page? That's made up. You just go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. <laughs> Search Sulconicast. You know what you can do? Subscribe. You can, oh, wait, wait. Even better. You can go to our Facebook page and check out the video that's at the top of our page where I show you step-by-step how to leave a review on iTunes. There you go. And then you can leave us a review. We'd appreciate it so much. And you can t- uh, Twitter at us, <laughs> at Solcana Podcast. And there is a good place to ask any questions that you've been wondering about, things that you just can't get off your mind and you are dying to know more about. Yeah, give them to us. We are happy. Even if we don't know the direct answer, we're happy to do the research for you and find out the best information we can, talk to the right people, and get you the facts. Yeah. The hard-hitting facts. So from your, facts. From your fam- favorite feminist featured felines. Felines. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, as always, to Taj Ruler for being, like, uh, the fa- your favorite color starburst. Just getting a whole pack of your favorite <gasps> color starburst. Oh, my God. So happy. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good time. We'll see you next week. See ya. Sulcanacast is produced by Taj Ruler. Subscribe on iTunes or visit sulcanacast.libsim.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-M.com for full episode information. You can also visit our website at sulcanafitness.com to stay up to date on everything health and fitness. Join in on the conversation over on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sulcana CrossFit. See you there.